welcome to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTQ news and public affairs show featuring music, events, and interviews both local and global. From the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Good evening. I'm Blooming Out producer Ryan Shaddy. Welcome back to the many students, faculty, and staff that returned to Bloomington this week for the fall semester at Indiana University. If you are just now tuning in for the first time, we hope Blooming Out becomes your main resource for all of the LGBTQ news and events happening in the Bloomington and surrounding communities. Tonight, we are re-airing an episode with Blooming Out favorite J.J. Gufreda. J.J. will be performing left-hander in London, The Earthquake, at the Indie Fringe Festival for the next two weeks. We sincerely hope you take a minute to visit her and support this wonderful person. Now, let's join Blooming Out hosts Jeff Pauline and Erica Dorsey. Good evening and welcome to Blooming Out on WFHB. I'm Jeff Poling. And I'm Erica Dorsey. On tonight's show, we have our new music, your LGBT plus headlines, and the LGBTQ area event calendar. Tonight, we bring back our Blooming Out favorite, right? Yep. Yep. JJ Gaffretta is joining us tonight. Um, before her events um, at the Indie Fringe Festival coming up next month in Indy. And uh, we're very excited to have JJ back on the show. JJ is the author of Left Hander in London. That's right. Um, the, the book is a field guide to transgenders, gays, and bisexuals in the family, on the job, and in the pew. Uh, JJ is also the former president of the Indie Rainbow C- Chamber of Commerce, um, and it's a playwright, and, or is a playwright and a performer. Uh, she also is a speaker on religious and political issues. JJ is married, has three children, and four grandchildren. JJ, welcome back to Blooming Out. Thanks for having me. I I appreciate it, and I I I'm flattered. I I, I think I'm blushing over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's that, what, my it, last name is Gafrida. Gafrida. Right. Frida, yeah, I remember mispronouncing that the last time. That's all right. Well, once you get once you get it in your head, then it's always you always do it the same. <laughs> That's true. But JJ, um, we really have been um, wanting to catch up with you on a lot of different things. But um, one thing, um, as we've all been following the uh, political climate. Uh, is there, is there something going on? Right. Um, yeah, it, it's. It, it, I've actually just kind of hoped that it's been a bad dream. But it's not. It's not. No, no. So, so JJ, you know, as a as a person who attends the the political rallies, the the protests, the gatherings at at in the, at the state. Um, what are you seeing? What's what's going on now in in uh, Hoosier, uh, in the Hoosier area? Well, uh, I, I guess starting with something positive, it was actually uh, pretty quiet from what I could see at the state house this year. When uh, when uh, Pence was the governor, uh, every year there were just. You know, you had to be watching every second for some anti-LGBT and other minority uh, bill that would be introduced, and, and you know, people have to mobilize and and uh, you know try to defend and, and 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 stop all this stuff. And from what I've seen, um, they were more about business, um, you know, roads and taxes and you know. Uh, stuff that state governments do than attacking minorities. And so um, it seemed like that quieted down a lot, which is good at the, at, at the, uh, at the state level. So um, I'm pleased, um, and whether that's a, a conscious thing because of the new governor and the, and the leadership or, or, or whether it was an accident, I don't know. But uh, in any case, I, I'm pleased that... Um, uh, that uh, we're going in in that direction because I it, it just allows people to not be on the defensive so much, and then also for the state to be moving positively as opposed to 
you know, going after people. So it's been good from that perspective. Uh, on the national, I, I mean, every day it's something different, and um, and there's just there are so many weird things going on um, that uh, it, it's difficult just to, to keep up with it. You know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to go to uh, the the uh, NPR and the and the New York Times and the uh, and CNN and and just trying to keep up with everything um it's difficult and um <clears throat> so uh, but but the good news is though it, they've not shown a lot of uh success in getting anything passed so uh if it's all conversation and nothing gets gets done i guess that's good in a not good way you know that we're not i guess not moving backwards is almost like moving forward so <laughs> So it's been uh, it, it's been interesting, and it's uh, I, I I don't have a, a lot to say about it because every day it's something different, and um, you know when you're worried about nuclear war and you're worried about uh, you know who are we going to war with next, and what kind of laws are they going to pass against us, and no one's going to have health care. It gets to be a lot. So social media overload and um, and and Trump administration smoke screens. Yes, and the and the other thing that goes with it is then you have uh, people that are actively trying to lie on the internet, which is different than you know. I, I'm not sure this is true. I'm going to pass it along. There are people that are generating stuff that intentionally is not true and just making it up, which Mom always told me. You don't. You don't lie. It's it's bad. Right. So I don't know. So it's uh, it's been weird. But like I said, the good news is in Indiana, we're I didn't see too much that came out that um, was really against uh, a, a lot of minorities, especially LGBT people. Um, whether anything was introduced or not, I don't remember. But they didn't get very far uh, if they did. So so that's definitely you know, good thing. And if the Congress continues to not be able to do anything, <laughs> then maybe we'll be at least where we are. True. Can I just say thank you so much for doing all of the work that you do? That's got to be tiresome and emotionally heartbreaking a lot of the times, but you just keep moving forward and, and keep working and keep trying, and that that's fantastic. I just, I admire people like you. Well, thank you. It's funny with I was t telling somebody the story about when we went to the state house and we were meeting with some of the state senators, and <clears throat> some of these things are just—they're weird. I mean, uh, one of the—they were talking about LGBT civil rights, and then we got into the bathroom stuff, which never. Oh my God. There was uh, one was introduced, but it never went anywhere. And and the one of the senators said, "You know, a lot of my constituents are really." worried about transgender people and i thought well how do you respond to that i mean it's like i'm a transgender people what did i you know what did i do and i i found that fortunately the sense of humor came out more than the sarcastic <laughs> i and, and i said well what did i do i didn't do anything and he said well people are really afraid of transgender people and i said I said, if it's the bathrooms, I said, I've been going to the ladies' room for 10 years, and I've never killed anyone. And I said, I, I drink a lot of tea, so even if I wanted to kill someone, I don't have time when I go in there. <laughs> I have to use the bathroom, you know. And I said, and at that time I was 61, I'm a little older now, but I said, if you think at 61 I'm going to get contorted underneath the wall so I can watch somebody pee, that is not happening. No. That's mm -mm. disgusting. I'm not doing that. So, you know, uh, it, it uh, perhaps my style, I don't know if it helps or not, but, um, you know, trying to have a little sense of humor about it. And then I think if, if you look at it, you know, if you, if you talk to a person and say, I'm afraid of you using the bathroom, that's different than I'm afraid of this group using the bathroom. It's like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Everybody uses the bathroom, I think. So, <laughs> so um, 
Yep, I try, and um, you know, if you can if you can uh, personalize things a little bit, I, I think it helps out. Um, you know, in the long run. Plus, I mean, the younger people. You know, the way I look at it is, my generation's the one that messed all this up. So sorry to everyone, but um, we were we used to be in, in favor of peace, love, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened to uh, to my generation, but when the younger people come along and take over, which you can at any time, <laughs> run for office, then I think things will be better. Right. Yep, agreed. Now. JJ, you said that the the cynical side of you, at, at, you, you said uh, at one point, says the LGBT opponents might be frustrated since they couldn't stop same-sex marriage. So they're targeting and they're taking it out on transgender. Yeah, I, I really think that's a big part of it because uh, there were people that were so concerned about what would happen, you know, if and it usually was two guys. They don't usually get too excited about two women getting married. I never understood that. But but if these two guys get married, what will happen? And the answer is really not that much. Nope. So, um, And I've told people, I said, have you ever gone to somebody's house that's gay? You know what happens when they move in? Your property looks worse and your property <laughs> values go up. So what's the problem? You know, they're... They have houses and they have gardens and they take care of things. But when nothing happened and they're still, they still have all this pent-up worry, I think the transgender people were the easiest ones to go after. So um, I, and I don't know, you know, somebody made up this bathroom thing, but, uh, but some of these things are just, um, you know, it's, it's not logic, but... The, the amount of angst that was out there over same-sex marriage is still there. And, I mean, if you said, well, gosh, it's been legal for, I don't know how many years, two, three years, four mm-hmm. years, uh, and nothing has happened except people got married and you know, they uh, had a band and they and they uh, got, had a cake and flowers. And, <laughs> so, uh, but, but there's still that hole of, I was really worried something's got to be bad, and um, so uh, I, I do think, you know, if you're going to attack somebody, transgender people are great. There aren't that many. You know, they don't have any money. When the transgender people are protesting, you see like nine walking around in a circle sharing one sign because that's all they can afford. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's a good it's a good target, um, and I've told people. You know, we're trying to recruit more transgender people, but when we tell them you're going to lose all your money, you're going to lose all your friends, you get kicked out of church, you might be homeless. I don't know. For some reason, we're not getting a lot of new recruits. So, uh, so I, I think it is a lot of that. It's, it's, it's the fault of the gays and the lesbians that the transgender people are. Tra- I, I just thought in Texas they're having a special session mm-hmm. of the legislature to only handle transgender people i'm like good lord find something to do right right the um in in, now in your book um left hander in london um you talk about the pioneering and we're gonna maybe chat a little bit more um as we come back with um talking with you here soon we're just going to take a short break um in a minute but but i do want to talk to you about that because i thought that that was a fascinating topic about the 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 people um the uh the problem with helping people get familiar with transgender people and society you know really really trying to understand and and support the transgender community and the issues that are involved with that so we we definitely want to talk to you more about that shortly okay. uh, JJ we're going to continue with our interview with JJ in just a few short moments, but now it's time for our first music break of the evening. Two of New York's most promising queer talents, Terrain Futurum and Rubby, have joined forces on Drama, the first single off a large proger, or larger project Terrain has been working on, which is scheduled for release later this year. 
Uh, Terrain says her follow-up LP features more up-tempo, optimistic, beat-driven music with polished electronic sound. With drama featuring Rubby, here is Terrain Futurum. away from you I question what I know is true Suspicious of your attitude Come to me with the love and And I fall into you My love is more than you can do Regardless, I just power through In love, I'm not afraid to lose The ice falls This is deeper than I even know Can't see you when I want to With purpose in my every move I pause to see what I should do
All right. You just listened to Drama featuring Rubby here on Blooming Out on WFHB. We are now returning to our interview with J.J. Gufrida. Uh, J.J., thanks once again for joining us this evening. Thanks. So, J.J., um, what we started talking about before we, we took the music break was a really fascinating, interesting part of your book, Left Hander in London, and you are talking about that you use the term pioneering, right? You, you talk about that in your book about the problem with helping people get familiar with transgender people and, you know, what the, what the, the roadblocks or, or the, um, the, the limit, you know, what, what uh, prevents people from being able to get as educated, if that makes sense, right? changes over time, but what I found was uh, a lot of people uh, either had a negative impression, however they got that, or, or, in, or in some cases they just didn't know what to expect. And I know I, when I first started to transition, I was very, I tried very hard to, um, to let people know before they would see me, people that knew me before. I tried to let them know, you know, hey, I'm transgender, I started the transition, you know, so I wouldn't surprise them. And I know, uh, I know one lady I, I, I know very well, uh, I said, hey, you want to get together for lunch? We usually would go to lunch like once a quarter or something. And she said, okay. And, and uh, she was just like visible, visibly nervous. And I said, well, you know, what's, what's the problem? Um, and she said, I was really nervous about seeing you. And I said, why? And she said, because I, I just didn't know what it would be like. And I said, well, well what was it like? And she said, it was like lunch. <laughs> and I said, well, that's kind of what I was hoping for. So, right. so it was interesting in that, you know, she didn't have any preconceived notions, but the, the problem was she just didn't know what to expect. And so... It, it, I it kind of described it like a, somebody has an Etch-a-Sketch and they're, they're putting your picture in, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden some drag queen uh, with a, a <laughs> thousand pounds of makeup on or, or, or you know, some t- murdering transgender person on TV mm-hmm. um, pops in on your screen and you're like, oh my gosh, and you're shaking the Etch-a-Sketch as quickly as you can to get rid of it. And so... Um, sure. Part of it is just having a little personal experience with, you know, knowing somebody. And then the other thing is just getting people used to this is something. And, you know, it's, it, everybody doesn't do it, but there are people that do it. And, you know, it's like uh, you don't need to know any more than it happens. And and that's the way I am. So you know, mm-hmm. go on from there. But it's. It, it gets easier, but still people will see something on TV. Or I know a lot of people were mad at me because of Caitlyn Jenner. It's like, this guy won Olympic gold medals, and then he just decided he was a girl one day. Like, well, no. <laughs> but, and plus it doesn't have anything to do with me. And, you know, so uh, so just getting out there and meeting people and, and um, getting a little personal experience besides read, just reading something or seeing something on TV, it, it can be helpful for people to uh, understand or at least have a frame of reference, you know, what what is it like and, you know. In a lot of cases, people go, well, gosh, that's not really that big of a thing. And you go, well, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so let's move on from there. Most definitely. I really like the fact that you made the point of people taking time to experience somebody that is different from you, whether it's yep. uh, race, sexual orientation, those sorts of things, disabilities, um, because I feel like we as humans are constantly trying to work on ourselves, and if we are constantly l- working on our own character and then recognizing that others are doing the same, then those um, ignorant ideas that have been bred into us for th- over thousands of years are subsided, and then we're just looking at people at face value do they have a great character? Are they loving? Are they kind? That's what matters. Yeah, well, I, I know I, I went to a, uh, the National Gay Lesbian Chamber of Commerce uh, 
a meeting one and I've gone several years and I went to the to the meeting and they had a speaker who was um, with the Department of Workforce Development and she uh, talked about uh, this people that with disabilities and she started she was she they she said I'm blind um, I need a cane I'm a lesbian I'm a single mom she went through I don't know how many four five six things and she goes so if someone hires me, I will fix all of your diversity problems in one hire and <laughs> hit all the categories. That's great. And so I thought she is going to really be fun. And she started out and she said, how many of you aren't disabled yet? Hmm. And everybody, like, people started to raise their hand and they're like, wait, yet? Wait, 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 wait. And she said, because a lot of people that are disabled weren't always disabled. True. And you start to go, oh, and then she started talking about, you know, dis- different kinds of disabilities and how to, how these people get around and how can we help them in the workforce. And, and I thought, gosh, I didn't even think of half this stuff. This is really good to have in mind. And it's the same way with, you know, with uh, other kinds of people, especially LGBT people. It's like, well, what is it like? I know in my show I have a, I have a song about my grandkids in there. And, I, and I'm hoping people will go, well, why would a transgender person write about grandkids? Because that's the job. That's the job description. You're the nana. You talk about your grandkids. That, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't have anything to do with being transgender. Mm, just it's something you. that defines you. Yeah. So um, it, I think as people get out there more, and then the other thing is you get through the stereotypes of uh, what are people like, and the fact that people are different. You know, somebody somebody has a different experience than me. That doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just means it's different than, you know, than, than what I had. So, um, so it's a uh, it's a learning experience, and, and and I just felt I've always felt if you personalize, and I've had people say, "Look, I don't have a problem with you. I just have a problem with transgender people." And I said, well, I am a transgender people. I mean, what did everybody else do to you? That doesn't make any sense. You can't group everybody together. Well, it's like, yeah, so so making it personal, I had uh, not to not to get off track too much, but I was, I was interviewed for Al Jazeera America a year after RIFRA. And um, they came out to the house and they interviewed me. And so I was like kind of uh, pumped up and, behind because I hadn't done any work because I was getting interviewed. So I said, I'm going to go run a couple of errands, grab a quick lunch, and then I need to get back to work this afternoon. And I went to a restaurant in Greenwood, and these, so it's like 1130, so it's pretty quiet. And these two guys were talking politics, and this one guy really loud says, and now we have these transgenders thinking they can go to whatever bathroom that they think they, they want to go to. They're all a bunch of perverts. And for some reason, I took this personally. <laughs> Go figure. Um, the Sicilian was rising in my stomach, which is not a good thing. <laughs> and I thought, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to cool down, and I'm going to go speak to the guy. And I walked over after about five minutes, and I said, I couldn't help but hearing you commenting about the transgender perverts. Uh, I said, I am transgender, and I am not a pervert. And none of the other transgender people I know are perverts. Why would you say that we're perverts? Because I am not a pervert. And this guy's eyes were about as big as saucers, and he couldn't get a thing to come out of his mouth. He, I, I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he couldn't talk. And I said, uh, so on behalf of all the transgender people, if I'm the first one you've ever met, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't refer to us as perverts, because I am not a pervert. Nice. Well, well done. Mm-hmm. I love well done I love stories like that. Um, JJ, we're going to wrap, wrap up with you here shortly and talk about your current work after the top of the hour and um, our next music break. So hold on just a moment, please. This is WFHB Bloomington, Indiana. Bloomington, Bedford, Ellettsville, and Nashville. Community radio for South Central Indiana and online at wfhb.org. Now it's time for the weather. Right now, it's 86 degrees Fahrenheit in Bloomington. There's a 30% chance of rain before 8 p.m. 
with a low of 66 degrees tonight. Tomorrow it's going to be nice and sunny with a high of 84. On Saturday there's a 20% chance of rain with a high of 85. And on Sunday it will be nice and sunny again with a high of 87. Now we return you to our interview with JJ Gufrida, who will be performing at the Indie Fringe Festival beginning this weekend. You can find more information on her about her performances by visiting the Blooming Out Facebook page. All right. Well, we are going to take the next music break, and in the latest effort from Hook and Sling, Parson James and Betty Who collaborate on. If you're hearing this, the sing the release comes as Hook and Sling's second single this year uh, and follows up Betty Who's sophomore album, The Valley. So here is If You're Hearing This. We all want to believe, want to believe in something. Cause if we believe in nothing Then what do we have? What do we have? We all wanna be loved I wanna love somebody Cause if we ain't got nobody Then what do we have? What do we have? If you're hearing this I'm at King Danfis Eight to ten I'll sit at this table for two In the Dodgers cap Drinking coffee black Wondering where you're at I'll be waiting, be waiting for you You're hearing this by Hook and Sling, Parson James, and Betty Who, here on Blooming Out. Support for WFHB and Blooming Out comes from The Back Door, downtown Bloomington's queerest bar, dance club, and venue. From live bands and DJs to drag shows and karaoke, there's something for everyone every day of the week. The Back Door is located at 207 South College in the alley behind Atlas Bar. More information can be found on Facebook or online at bckdoor.com. Blooming Out is also, is also supported by the Quarrylands Men's Chorus, Bloomington's premier chorus for gay, bi, and trans men and their allies. More information about their group can be found at quarryland.org. Now back to Blooming Out. All right, so for one final time tonight, we welcome back the left-hander in London's J.J. Gufrida, Hello. Howdy. Hi again, JJ. Welcome back. 
Thanks for having me on here. I appreciate it. So you have got something um, coming up next month, JJ. Right. Uh, I will be performing at the Indie Fringe Festival. Um, it's going to, um, uh, it runs from uh, August 17th through the 27th. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I have six shows. And uh, I, uh, I, my show is called Left Hander in London, The Earthquake. <laughs> and I won't tell you everything about it, but I will tell you that uh, part of the show is about the earthquake that I personally caused myself. Oh, okay. When they talk about the, um, you know, the hurricane hit because of the LGBT people, I, I, don't, I haven't done per- personally hurricanes, earthquake. I've done earthquakes and fog. I don't know. I don't know about anything else, but I will explain it in the show. And um, I have some songs, some original songs. I have some um, sarcastic stories. I have some jokes. Um, <clears throat> and I'm trying to. Um, the way I describe it is, LGBT people and allies uh, will enjoy it because they'll get all the jokes. They'll laugh. Um, some, I, I, I told one joke one time that was um, a gay guy fell off. I knew the guy was gay because I knew him beforehand, and uh, and I heard him fall off the chair, which I viewed as p- potentially a lawsuit, but <laughs> mostly good because I knew he really liked that joke. <laughs> um, but I'm also I would also like to get uh, other people there because you know, if, like I said, if you can personalize it and have some fun. Um, and uh, sing along a little bit, then, um, you know, it's it's good for everybody. So I'm really hoping to get uh, nice crowds for my show. Um, I, are you guys familiar with Indie Fringe? Have you? Have I was you... literally going to ask you about that. You read my mind. Um, okay, so, so, yes, please Fringe, tell. Uh, is a is a festival that they have. Uh, they have shows all year, but they have a big festival in August, and it runs for about 10 days. And they have all different kind of acts. They'll have uh, plays. They'll have uh, mime. They'll have uh, uh, they'll have. Uh, I saw an overhead pro- projector show one time, which Ooh. I couldn't even explain. I saw a show called Teen Jesus about when Jesus was in high school, which was hysterical. <laughs> There's stand up. There are one person shows. It's just all different kind of. Uh, entertainment uh, it's all live and what they do is they have um, they have a preview before the festival gets started which which uh, people can go to and then they have all different venues around Mass Avenue on um, uh, in downtown Indy and then the shows are I think they're 15 bucks and I think they're 12 bucks for students but you buy a ticket for the show most of the money goes to the artist and then they they're 45 minutes to an hour and so if you want to go down there and see two or three shows, uh-huh. um, every show I've been to has been good. Has been, uh, good. They've been entertaining, uh, and um, they're really fun, and it, uh, it just gets you charged up to see people with talent. Not that that would cover my show necessarily, <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, people with talent out there performing and, and, uh, and, and entertaining. So it runs every year. Uh, information is at uh, IndieFringe.org. Okay. They're going to put tickets on sale uh, this week, uh, within the next day or two. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so my show is at the uh, at the Fireman's Hall. Okay. Which is down uh, getting close to college on that end of Mass Avenue, and they had the beer tent next to the Fireman's Hall, but this year they moved it inside. So in the building where my show is going to be. They're going to be selling beer for people 21 and older. Awesome. So my show will be more funny. <laughs> will be much better. So I have the, the dates and times. JJ, you're going to be there Saturday, August the 19th. If this is all right, this is what I got from the Twitter, right? Uh-huh. August 19th, 4.30. Sunday, August the 20th at 3 p.m. Wednesday, August the 23rd at 9. Thursday the 24th. And Friday the 25th and Sunday the 27th, you are going to be so busy. I know, I know. 
I'm really looking forward to it uh, because uh, it's just, I try to put a lot of energy into it and and uh, the, the uh, you know the, the being on stage and singing in front of these people um, is is very exciting. But uh, but I hope people come because it, my plan is I'm I'm trying to get discovered by like HBO or Showtime at the Fringe. And then they'll make me rich and famous. Nice. You really need to come see me now. <laughs> right. Right. Rich and famous, I, you know, I'm going to be charging a lot more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be headlining at Vegas. Yeah. And I won't be as friendly to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You're always so friendly. Well, we can't. Well, no, but when I'm rich and famous, though, I'll probably. Might change. My, my people will be friendly, but. <laughs> well, we can't wait for that. That's, that's wonderful. So, um, Indie Fringe. Uh, fest and um, and the 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 performance based on your wonderful book Left Hander in London could not recommend it enough a field guide to transgenders lesbians gays and bisexuals in the family on the job and in the pew yes <laughs> and, uh, I will, I'm going to post if if you look me up on Facebook or if you if you go to Left Hander in London on Facebook within the next day or two they're going to have the the fringe page uh, that that uh, will have the link, the tickets, and the information, and all that. So, within the next couple of days, uh, it'll be there. And, and I'm hoping my show is a lot of fun. But there are going to be a lot of good shows down there, and I really recommend people come and you know see two or three or four or ten shows. It's always uh, it's always fun to go. Sounds good, JJ. Thank you so much for being on with us again. Yes, thank you so much. Spending the time we. Can't wait for you to come back and talk to us again. Well, uh, I I am looking forward to. You have to get me like right after before I'm before I'm really rich and famous. <laughs> right. We w- we would do our best. I should I should be able to do that without laughing, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, JJ. Thanks for your hospitality. Take care. Take care. It is now time for your weekly LGBTQ plus news headlines for the week of August 13th. From Pink News, an anti-trans bathroom bill has been killed off once more in Texas, and it's possible that the discriminatory legislation may now be on the back burner for good. Despite support from Republican Governor Greg Abbott, the special legislative session he ordered ended in failure on several counts, the AP reports. Some Texan lawmakers had been pushing for an anti-trans bathroom bill, despite protests and warnings from businesses that such a law could prove catastrophic to the state's economy. Abbott had said that passing the the draconian bill that would force trans people to use the bathroom of their biological sex was his top priority. The bill, which has already cleared the state Senate, threatened institutions with large fines if they permit transgender people to use the bathroom of their preferred gender, up to $10,500 for multiple violations. From the Hill... Star Parker, a conservative commentator and author, appeared on Fox Morning Show, Fox and Friends, to speak on the deadly Charlottesville rally over the weekend involving white supremacists protesting the removal of a Confederate statue. Parker compared the Confederate flag to the rainbow LGBT pride flag, defending Americans' ability to display their beliefs as a First Amendment right. Quote, the same people that are demanding that the Confederate flag comes down are the same people that are insisting that the rainbow flag goes up, she said. These two flags represent the exact same thing, that certain group people groups are not welcome here, end quote. Parker also responded to House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi calling out President Trump's delayed explicit condemnation of white supremacists, with Parker saying that she believes Pelosi is violating the First Amendment with her suggestion. From The Advocate, the Mormon Church has issued a statement of support for the Love Loud Festival, a music event celebrating LGBT people and benefiting LGBT charities, support that squares rather oddly with Mormon doctrine. Quote, we applaud the Love Loud Festival for LGBT youths aimed to bring people together to address teen safety and to express respect and love for all of God's children, reads the statement, posted online today by the church known formally as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We join our voice with all those who come together to foster a community of inclusion in which no one is mistreated because of who they are or what they believe. We share common beliefs 
among them the pricelessness of our youth and the value of families. We earnestly hope this festival and other related efforts can build respectful communication, better understanding, and civility as we all learn from each other, end quote. Love Loud, billed as, quote, a music festival celebrating love for our LGBTQ plus community, will be held in Orem, Utah. The performer lineup includes Imagine Dragons, Neon Trees, Cruella, Nicholas Patricka, Joshua James, and Asia Volkman. There will also be brief appearances by former f- pro football player Steve Young and his wife Barbara. Tom Christofferson, a gay Mormon and brother of church apostle D. Todd Christofferson, and actress Julian Ho. Via the Love Loud Foundation, the festival benefit GLAD, the Trevor Project, anti-bullying program Stand for Kind, and Encircle, LGBTQ Family and Youth Resource Center in Provo, Utah. There are limits to the LDS Church's acceptance. It does not approve of same-sex relationships and expects members with same-sex attractions not to act on them. From the South China Morning Post, Indonesian social media was flooded with images of the 141 men who were detained in a raid on the man-only Atlanta sauna in Jakarta. The incident was slammed by human rights activists worldwide before it quickly faded from the news. Yet it remains one of the most public examples of Indonesia's growing intolerance of its LGBTQ community. Unlike a neighboring Singapore and Malaysia, there are no laws against homosexuality in Indonesia. So, like everyone else in Indonesia, the LGBT community should be afforded protection under human rights and equality laws. In recent years, however, regional governments such as the Asa province, which practices Sharia law, have introduced regulations that target perceived homosexual behaviors and prosecute suspected LGBT individuals under existing laws. That includes the pornography law which was used to threaten the men of the Atlanta sauna case. Most of the men involved in the gay party were detained, about 126 released because officers could find no incriminating evidence, such as illicit drugs, to hold them. Nevertheless, they were subjected to inhumane treatment, including not being allowed to dress during their arrest or period of detainment. A study by the Asia-Pacific Social Science Review released earlier this year found that, despite appearing to be less heavy-handed compared to other countries in Southeast Asia, attitudes towards diverse sexualities in Indonesia are the most negative. Activists have long claimed these attitudes lead to discrimination, criminalization, systematic violence, and social isolation. Keen Oi, who leads Indonesia's largest LGBTI rights group, R.S. Palangi, says the situation makes it difficult to reach out to the young and at risk. As if self-acceptance isn't hard enough, young LGBT people in Indonesia have to succumb to family pressure and enter into a conventional marriage just for the sake of a respectable facade. Bullying by peers is also a near-daily occurrence for Indonesia's young and gay community. A study conducted by Mada University in 2016 found that the LGBT community is a target for physical and verbal abuse, more than any other group. And finally tonight, from Engadget, Atari is making good on its promise to stake part of its strategy on LGBTQ apps. The company has formed a partnership with LGBT Media, the company behind the social app LGBTQD, to reach more of the community. The deal will see LGBT Media acquire and relaunch Atari's city-building game, Pride Fest, by taking advantage of its connections to the LGBTQ community, including an expansion of the title's social side. Ultimately, the two hope to create a new standard for gaming in a demographic that they see as underserved. There are clear incentives on both sides of the deal. For Atari, this is about cornering a relatively untapped market. Wydic Communications estimated in 2013 that the LGBTQ community would have $830 billion in buying power, and Atari hopes to profit while other software companies leave money on the table. For LGBT media, it's a chance to boost its reach by associating with an iconic brand. There's no telling how well this will work, but it's evident that Atari at least wants to be sure its titles properly address the LGBTQ audience. It's not just paying lip service. And that is all we have for tonight's LGBTQ headlines. All right, so to our next musical break, 
Tove Strikes' new single, Say My Name, is the indisputable song of the summer. First famous for coming in third place on Swedish Idol, as a 16-year-old, Strike eventually went platinum with her debut self-titled album in 2010. She later released her Borderline EP in 2014 and a full-length in 2015 called Kiddo. Now Strike's shooting for global superstardom, delivering a fresh, sunny sound. I'm proud of both my previous albums. I started out not even knowing I could write. That was something I learned while recording my first album, and I ended up writing most of that album. I look at my first album a little like a learning experience, doing all of my firsts. Of the creation of Say My Name, she says, I met this guy, Elov, about a year ago. We did a session together, and it was the first time we ever tried working. He was like, I've been working on this beat. And he played it, and it made me crack up because it wasn't even a beat. It was two notes, which became the bass line in Say My Name. The first thing we wrote about was the chorus, or the first thing we wrote was the chorus, and it really set the tone for the whole thing. The production grew with the song like, we need something that's faster here, so it should it be the voice or the drums? Then we spent weeks finishing the lyrics and tweaking it into what it is now. With Say My Name, here is Chove Strike. Jump in our relation And I don't mind But when we touch It's elevation Up, 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 up Up, 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 up You speak my lingo We don't need no translation I never need a break Cause we feel like vacation Up, 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 up Got me up, 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 up finish out tonight's show, it's time for your weekly LGBTQ plus area event calendar. As we had earlier in our show, one of our favorite guests, JJ Gufrida, 
will debut her left-hander in London, The Earthquake, during the Indie Fringe Festival on Saturday, August 19th. The show will run until August 27th. More information can be found on Facebook, and tickets can be purchased at www.indiefringe.org. On August 25th at 7 p.m., we're kicking off Bloomington's annual celebration of LGBTQ community and culture with the inaugural Pride Slam competition at Rhino's Youth Club. Pride Slam is free and open to the public. If possible, attendees are encouraged to donate $5 to benefit Rhino's Youth Center. These funds support their free after-school arts programming for teenagers, many of whom identify as members of the LGBTQIA communities and are allies. In downtown Bloomington, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6 p.m. year-round. Have questions? Email alex at alex at bloomingtonpride.org. Want to compete? Apply at bloomingtonpride.org slash prideslam. Bloomington Pride Fest will be a day-long celebration on Kirkwood Avenue on Saturday, August 26th. Note the new name as this was the previous Bloomington Pride Summerfest. More information can be found on Facebook. Want to take action and join the fight to protect transgender Hoosiers? Interested in advocating for them in your workplace, family, or neighborhood? Interested in learning more about the experiences of the transgender people in your community? Then join a panel of representatives from Bloomington's trans community and the ACLU of Indiana for Trans in Indiana, a community conversation, on Saturday, August 26th, from 1 to 2 p.m. at the Monroe County Library. Admission is free, and more information can be found on Facebook. Dr. Brian Dodge from the IU School of Public Health, Bloomington, will be presenting Stigma and Sexual Health Among Diverse LGBTQ Plus Americans, Lessons Learned, and Next Steps. This event will also occur at the MCPL on Saturday, August 26th, from 12 to 12.50 p.m. The Indiana Stonewall Democrats work daily with politicians in the Indiana Democratic Party, making certain the needs of the LGBTQ plus community and our allies are heard. Network with the ISD board and other members, and consider becoming a member. Their next Meet Angry will be on Tuesday, September 26th from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Rebar Indy, 20 North Delaware in Indianapolis. More information can be found on Facebook. RuPaul Drag Race's Sasha is coming for you, Bloomington. On Friday, September 1st from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., Sasha will be at the back door. More information can be found on Facebook. The Enterprise World Conference is coming to Indianapolis this October. The annual general meeting and world conference acts as a source of education and a stepping stone to elevating community interaction for pride events worldwide, as well as a great networking opportunity and platform for communication among pride organizations. Indianapolis will welcome a diverse audience from all over the world October 5th through 8th, 2017. To learn more about the event or to purchase tickets, visit www.indypride.org enterpride. For more information about Enterpride, visit www.enterpride.org. Join the Damien Center on Saturday, November 4th from 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. for their annual masquerade, Venetian Ball. Celebrate the Damien Center's 30th anniversary and push extravagance to the limit. The ball will be at the Indianapolis Marriott downtown. More information can be found on Facebook. And tickets can be purchased at Damien.ThankYou4Caring, and that is the number 4, Caring.org. NIU staff member has formed a meetup group open to Bloomington LGBTQ plus adults of all ages. If you're in town and would like to join like-minded folks for fun social activities, learn more by visiting www.meetup.com slash Bloomington LGBTQ social meetup. And finally, HIV testing will be provided by Positive Link on the first and third Thursday of each month at the LGBTQ Plus Culture Center. This free confidential 20-minute testing can be scheduled by contacting the LGBTQ Plus Culture Center. If you would like to add your event to our event calendar, email us at bloomingout at wfhb.org. That is all the time we have for this evening. We would like to thank you for tuning in tonight. If you are interested in volunteering here at WFHB or for our show, contact volunteer at WFHB.org. You can also call us at 812-323-1200, tweet us at Bloomingout WFHB, visit our Bloomingout Facebook page, 
or find us on Instagram. The executive producer of Blooming Out is Wes Martin. The producer is Ryan Shaddy. The associate producer and music director is Grace Thumser. The news director is Olivia Davidson. Our board engineer is Jesse Grubb. Our social media coordinator is Josephine Douglas. And finally, our theme music is an original composition produced for Blooming Out by Aaron Gage. For Blooming Out, Erica Dorsey and Jeff Pulling, I'm Ryan Shaddy. Please tune in again next Thursday at 5.30 p.m. and visit us online at bloomingout.com. Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTQ plus radio program, airs every Thursday evening here on WFHB at 5.30 p.m. You can also stream us 24 hours a day, seven days a week on WFHB.org or bloomingout.com. Thank you for listening. Please tune in again next week to Blooming Out.